If God hasn't stopped you, the government will. Maybe the sun gave me the power. Well, hello and welcome to the Harmacast. It has indeed been a very long, long time. My name is still Dean Martin, and rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. On the East Coast here, in the last couple of weeks, we've had a, uh, a monstrous earthquake, not necessarily in intensity, but in geographic area, somewhere from South Carolina through up through Maine, out to Michigan, uh, all felt it. So uh, uh, following that was Hurricane Irene that came up the coast, and uh, now we're into about the 40th day of intense rain and flooding. And so before the apocalypse actually does happen, I thought it would be a good idea to get one or two more shows in here. Some things coming up in the next couple of weeks that I wanted to talk about, and uh, one of them is the Flight 93 Memorial Chorus. It's 10th anniversary of 9 11 is coming up this weekend, and I uh, had a chance to talk with uh, Jeff Avey, who was the really the impetus behind getting this chorus started and also as the director. And uh, I'll share that interview with you here in a couple minutes. But also in two weeks, September the 24th, Saturday at 2 p.m. and 7.30 p.m., it's a show that you're definitely not going to want to miss. Alexandria Harmonizers present Road to Harmony, featuring some great quartets. Uh, Crossroads, of course, 2009 BHS uh, International Quartet Champions. Uh, DeCapo, who I think this was the first year they competed in the Harmony Sweepstakes and won the whole shooting match. <laughs> 2011 Harmony Sweepstakes National Champions. And another quartet that I'm pretty sure uh, was new this year uh, and first time competing won the Mid-Atlantic District Southern Division Contest and is going to uh, compete at districts here in a couple of weeks. Check those out along with the great Alexander Harmonizer, of course, will be there. Beautiful venue down at the Hilton Performing Arts Center. So uh, go to to uh, alexandriaharmonizerspresent.com for the information and the link there to get the tickets. I'll also have a link in the show notes that you can uh, get over there. As with joy we now extol the flag waving over the land. Let us all hail the flag in one accord. Let us cheer it with fervent I'm pleased today to be able to speak with uh, Jeff Avey. Jeff, I've known since my earliest days in barbershop six or seven years ago. I uh, was director of the Frederick Tones, one of the first courses that I belong to, and uh, along with, uh, at that time, of course, the Chesapeake, and I think he still directs the course of the Chesapeake along with one or two other barbershop courses, and uh, Directs church music program, uh, belongs to, uh, teaches music in a couple different schools. Um, I know he performs uh, as a professional violinist and uh, sings in a couple different quartets, so he is a busy guy. So it's good to, uh, that he took a couple days or a couple minutes out of his day for us. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you for having me, Dean. It's very good to be here. <laughs> Indeed. It's a pleasure to be able to talk to you today. Uh, just to get started, what, what have you been doing since you uh, left the Catoctones uh, directorship and moved to Cumberland, Maryland, and all the excitement uh, in your life since then? Well, I have maintained uh, what is now a 21-year relationship with the Allegheny County, Maryland chapter of the Society, the Chorus of the Potomac. I um, laid low a little bit, uh, for my standards anyway, in barbershop because my wife was going to night school and we have uh, adopted a, a wonderful son. And I stayed home with him while she was going to night school. Uh, when she com- completed her, her school, um, the door became open to me, become a little bit more of a barbershop entrepreneur, I suppose. And I started directing the Mountaineers Barbershop Chorus in the Johnny Appleseed District, which is uh, oddly enough uh, with my with the geography of my home right now, 
closer to me than Frederick was uh, back when I was directing the Catoctones as well. So I'm currently directing uh, two barbershop courses in two different districts, but they're only about an hour and 10 minutes apart. Well, as far as uh, background, you, you're a music educator yes. and uh, moved over to the, the dark side or maybe the light, I'm not sure which it is, to barbershop. It's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful 21 years of my life. I've spent half my life barbershopping. I, I, I have no regrets. Well, the, the broader musical background that you bring has allowed uh, you to integrate those styles into uh, the shows that the Course of the Potomac puts on. I notice... Um, you know, you have a wider range of, uh, of genres included in your shows. And I know the Course of Potomac is involved in the community in, in different uh, areas and churches that you sing in the summertime. But uh, one, of the, one of the things I remember talking to you about years ago uh, was a, a dream you had of integrating a number of the smaller choruses together for, you know, to build a, a, a larger chorus that can do, you know, some, some different things than, than a, a small chorus could do. And it's kind of what you've done with this Flight 93 thing. So maybe tell us a little bit about how that idea got started. And uh, really, this thing is, uh, has blossomed into, uh, into a huge endeavor. The, the idea spawns a little bit from a tradition that the Chorus of the Potomac in Allegheny County, Maryland, has had since the September 11th attacks in 2001. Starting in 2002, the Chorus of the Potomac has made a trip to the crash site in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and we've performed uh, inspirational and gospel music uh, at the Memorial Chapel every year. Uh, two years ago, in September of 2009, we performed at the same memorial chapel for the same chaplain, the same emotion-packed, high-energy, very intimate uh, musical service. And he whispered something into my ear then. He said, in 2010, for the ninth anniversary, September 11th will be on a Saturday. And for the 10th anniversary, it in fact will be on a Sunday. And he suggested that we possibly broaden our thinking a little bit and make some plans. And what happened after that was um, a very, very humble little invitation that the Chorus of the Potomac sent out to uh, the other chorus that I direct in Morgantown, along with some other uh, chapters, uh, my, uh, my old uh, buddies from the Frederick, Maryland chapter, uh, Altoona, uh, Somerset. Uh, there's a, a a small men's group in uh, Bedford, uh, along with uh, State College and Johnstown and uh, some other towns. We also sent some invitations to non-barbershoppers who are singers from local choral societies and musical theater and church choirs, expecting that maybe instead of us, the, the 20 of us performing, that maybe we could get 50 or 60 guys. That was our original plan. And that uh, dream of 50 or 60 guys has turned into what? We're, we are expecting uh, around 120 to 130 men uh, show up on Saturday to perform with the Chorus of the Potomac. Wow. So many men have joined um, that have their own identity and bring their own ideas and their own enthusiasm that we renamed the Chorus 
the Flight 93 Memorial Chorus, and it's been a chorus that's been rehearsing monthly since January uh, with uh, two rehearsals in July and two rehearsals in August for uh, this coming weekend. And we're, we're really proud of what we've been able to accomplish. Well, I know that uh, when other organizations and uh, heard about what was happening, you know, there were a number of other invitations for the chorus to perform, not only this weekend, the 10th anniversary, but in fact, uh, there's a weekend coming up uh, later in October, and in last weekend, the uh, 27th, uh, the chorus was invited to sing kind of as a dry run or, or uh, first uh, time through. At a uh, at the Alliance Church in uh, Cumberland. So, what was the reaction from that performance? It was overwhelming. I've um, you know Cumberland is kind of a small town, and so if you get between six and seven hundred people to enter uh, a giant sanctuary and uh, applaud music in your honor, it spreads throughout the community uh, rather quickly. And since that night, I've been washed with a lot of positive compliments about the raw passion of the men that are on the stage. Some of them drove four to five hours one way uh, to be with us uh, that night, and uh, everybody drove off uh, feeling very good about the performance, uh, including a quartet that you were in that night, Dean. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not sure you want to share that information. Might detract from the uh, the potential audience for you for the coming performances. They do a fine job. They're called full swing. Come, come, just for them. Well, it was interesting. I came to I think it was the third or fourth uh, uh, rehearsal. April May time frame, just kind of to see what was going on, because I knew some guys from Frederick were were going out there, and I rode along out with them. And uh, sure enough, there was Dan Tice, and Dan used to coach the Catoctones from time to time, uh, way back in the day. And I got to know him a little better than at Harmony University uh, several years ago. But uh, after you had put a call out for any quartets that might want to audition audition for the show, he came over and said, "Hey, you want to uh, try to put put a quartet together for the show?" And, right. Uh, of course, I never turned down the opportunity to uh, uh, to sing in a good quartet. And um, he said, uh, John Reese, I'll ask him up there, and I'm good friends with John. So uh, I didn't know the bass uh, that he was um, talking about singing uh, together with. And But turns out he and uh, uh, Dave were in a quartet that... Uh, won the Johnny Appleseed District 20 years ago. They were called the Mason-Dixon line, and I had the pleasure of hearing them live before they retired. It, yes, and, the, yep. and their lead was uh, Drayton Justice, who was a gold medal uh, winner f with the uh, Gentleman's Agreement and then filled in lead uh, singing with the Sun Tones for a number of years. So I just tell people that I, uh, I'm filling in now for, uh, for Drayton Justice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been great to get to sing with those guys and, of course, get the opportunity to sing, uh, to sing on the show. So really... Uh, really enjoy the opportunity. And it's been wonderful to um, promote the Flight 93 Memorial Chorus as a chorus that opens up a lot of doors for quartet uh, opportunities and uh, additional performances. That's one of the uh, humbling things that have been going on as this uh, Flight 93 project has grown wings and started to fly on its own. Well, it really did turn into... Um a show that's more than just a uh, a memorial or a, a tribute to the Flight 93 uh, heroes, uh, but also uh, a celebration or a tribute to American freedom throughout its uh, entire history. I think you probably uh, wrote most, if not all, of the uh, 
all of the dialogue for the show. It really does create a, uh, a comprehensive experience that uh, that's very powerful. And this weekend, of course, is going to be the uh, the biggest one: the show Saturday night and also a show Sunday night with the uh, Morgantown chorus but uh, we're also performing at the memorial itself on two different times on saturday yes, it's an honor to be part of the uh the commemorative festivities that are going to go on saturday right in in the heart of shanksville and i'm sure it was not an easy thing to uh to be included in the official uh ceremony on the uh, on the 10th so how did that uh, come about well uh we have two performances um uh, at in Shanksville, and uh, a third one that evening, as you mentioned. The the third one was actually the first one that we created for ourselves. We knew we had something special brewing, and we wanted to perform it in a large venue. But then we started to um, uh, spread some political wings, if you will, and do some promoting. And we actually um, requested and were awarded a spot as part of the uh, national ceremony, and we earned it a four o'clock spot uh, that afternoon, basically because we asked for it, and we thought it would be a nice uh, kind of a tune-up. Um, then the uh, uh, executive in charge of the, uh, the park service that's setting this whole thing up called us back I guess, because she'd heard uh, a little bit about us over the, the, the next few months. And she actually said that um, the, the national security team wants to have all of the 6,000 guests in their seats uh, an hour or two before the service starts. And to lure them in, they wanted to have some pre-ceremony entertainment. And so we were actually, as, as, as much as we imposed ourselves to get the four o'clock spot, we have been invited to perform right before the Navy Band at 11.30 in the morning at the crash site in front of what, what is expected to be 6,000 people. And we thought that was an honor to be, uh, to be invited to do that. Yeah, absolutely, that is an honor. Uh, in order for folks to find more information about the uh, chorus and the upcoming performances, uh, the website is flight93memorialchorus.com, and I'll include a link to that in the show notes to make it easy for people to find. Uh, and uh, there's more information there, of course, on the website. But I wanted to say to you that I really appreciate uh, everything, all the effort that you've put into this, the time and energy uh, is more than any of us uh, could probably imagine. And, uh, of course, it's getting uh, quite intense here coming up on uh, this weekend. But it really has created a great opportunity for for guys to uh, to be part of this. Uh some of the guys in the chorus, you know, were uh, intimately involved with uh, with that uh, with the crash site. You know, whether fir- they were first responders or part of the recovery process, and some of the stories the guys told, you know, really uh, really made a, a powerful impact. And uh, it's been great to uh, to be part of this with those guys. The the every time I think about how um, enormous this project is uh, spiraling into. And I think about all of the men that are so motivated that they'll drive between three and five hours one way to be a part of it. It motivates me to work extremely hard on their behalf. And uh, I'm doing everything I can to make uh, Saturday 
uh, our uh, reunion, if you will, at the Somerset at the Roof Garden Chorus annual show uh, on October fifteenth, and perhaps something that happens uh, further down the road with Flight ninety three. I'm motivated to to make um, anything that we do in the future just absolutely a top notch experience for every singer that's a part of it because uh, because of the price they pay to come in and participate. Well, uh, again, I appreciate you taking a couple minutes out of your uh, busy week. I know you probably have a million things to get done here before the weekend, and uh, I really appreciate it, so we'll see you there. Well, thank you, Dean. It's been a pleasure. Now the time has come to say goodbye. Please don't talk about me. Well, I want to thank you for tuning into the Harmacast today. Uh, don't forget to get over to AlexandraHarmonizersPresent.com. Get your tickets for the upcoming Road to Harmony show. See Crossroads, the Capo, and Mayhem Quartets along with the Alexandria Harmonizers. Also, check out Flight93MemorialChorus.com uh, if you uh, want more information about that chorus or the upcoming performances, especially if you're going to be anywhere near Somerset, uh, Pennsylvania, or Morgantown, West Virginia this this weekend. Uh, we'd love to see you in one of those performances. Other than that, I hope to make it to the Mid-Atlantic District Contest the end of September, beginning of October. Uh, if you see me there, come on up. We'll sing a tag together. There's a smile on my face for the whole human